he said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> unhinged. Hello and welcome to She's All Batch. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jackie. And we don't care if you're here for the right reasons. We are just happy that you are here. Yeah, so you guys know the drill. Come join us as we talk shit about our favorite show. It's a good time. All right, guys, let's creep. Okay, so unless you've been living under a rock, you've seen the TikToks with Susie and Clayton. Some people thought that meant that they were, you know, getting back together. Other people realized that they were at an influencer event. But we have the truth because Susie Evans herself gave She's All Batch the exclusive scoop. So, so just for context, the, if you didn't see the TikToks, which go watch them, they're really cute. But one of the TikToks, uh, the the caption is, when you both get booked on an influencer trip and remember what it was like when you were dating. And they just like have so much on-screen chemistry. Is it on-screen if, if it's TikTok? I mean, it's still a screen. I think so. There's still a screen involved, so. They just have so much chemistry. And, like, it was kind of reminiscent of when Clayton saw Rachel. Yeah. And they, it's like, when you see your ex, is that the thing that you're supposed to do? Just, like, make a TikTok if you're your an influencer, like, I think, yeah, it gets it gets yeah. the people talking. But I honestly still think there's still hope for Clayton and Susie. Like, they have such a too. good respect for each other throughout this whole breakup. And they, clearly, there's still a lot of love there. So I don't know. I think if they could both, like, grow separately and then come back together, I would love that. Yeah. Also, Clayton looked like a mother effing snack in these videos. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but uh, – yeah. Yeah, but I feel like he just looked glasses. normal. Like the same as his I, normal Clayton self. He had glasses on and it was doing something for wow. me. I thought he looked great. But Susie also looked great and she made a point to look great. She posted a get ready with me to go see my ex oh, before funny. she went to this event. So I wrote her and I told her, like, you know, you looked amazing. Like, what really happened behind the scenes? This is what Susie said. First of all, I got a spray tan and had my nails done. LOL, JK, but I did really have those things. <laughs> I also was recovering from two weeks of traveling and a little pneumonia. I was definitely running on empty this whole past week, but obviously I kept it together to keep the illusion alive. Love this for you, girl. Certainly wouldn't let a hater or an ex see me looking rough. Then she writes, LOL, this is such an unhinged answer already. We love it. But in reality, it was so good to see him. I have such a soft spot for Clayton and think so highly of his character. We had some really great conversations. And to be honest, it made me sad because sometimes when you go through a breakup, you create a narrative in your head that helps you recover and move on. And I think we both did that a little bit. But whenever we have talked and seen each other like this past week, we both remember how genuine the other person is and realize the narrative in our mind isn't always the truth. Okay, okay, you, okay, so they're getting back together, guys. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, you heard it here first. It was fun being at an event together. I made him hold my drink a few times since I was filming the event and drinking tequila sodas on antibiotics. Unhinged. Wow, she's like a fox Such talking a fox, like this. Yes. But it felt like old times. Ah! Okay, I didn't read this whole statement because Susie sent it to me and I like to be authentic on the pod. Yeah. Like, you guys are in love. Yeah, in case you guys weren't aware, Clayton and Susie were listening to this. You're getting back together. You're getting back together, I've decided. Well, I told Susie that I would send her this when it's live. So, hey, Susie, we love you. But it felt like old times, making TikToks and laughing our asses off together. But we definitely have boundaries that let us keep the friendship, and we respect them. So I said, oh, my God, I love you. That's amazing. So no rekindled sparks. She said, no, I mean, we both adore each other, but no, we aren't good for each other. And know that if we want to be friends, we have to have boundaries. So no, no smooching. 
Well, so they didn't hook up. Yeah. But I think she got maybe a little flutter flutter in her in her heart. <laughs> in her heart. I always like to say, like, I do think you can be friends with an ex, but I personally have never actually been friends with an ex, so I don't know firsthand if it's po- – like, not that I haven't been on good terms with exes, but it's like – we don't talk. like, And if I saw them, it would be like, hey, good to see you. Okay, bye. But we're not going to like hang out and make TikToks, you know? Because you both still yeah. know you're attracted to each other. So I don't know how you can have a truly platonic friendship. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, making a guy hold your drink is a very boyfriendy move. It is boyfriendy. Like that, it's almost like falling back into old times. Like you're around this person and you kind of like revert back to like when you were dating. Yeah. There's another TikTok. She's filming him and he looks at the camera and he's like, you can't just film me without permission. We're not dating anymore. And it's so cute. Like, I think there's still when. a chance for them. I really do. I mean, what's the problem? I don't know. We have to have Susie on again. Honestly, we should have them both. I know Caitlin Briss already did that, but like, we would ask better questions. Oh, yeah, because we love them both. All right. So if you guys want to come back on, we could sort this out. Yeah. But, I mean, thank you, Susie, for this amazing exclusive update. But, like, uh, all signs are pointing to the fact that you are soulmates and your paths will cross once again. Didn't, like, Rascal Flatts say that? What did he say? I, I don't know. Like, um, In what song? What, Life is what a is highway. Uh, oh, oh, I want to no, drive it all no, night long. no. Uh, God bless the broken road that led me straight to you. And it's like, all, like I don't know. Your path's crossing again. Yeah, I think they need to grow as individuals, but I could see in, like, five years, they'd be like, wait, why did we break up? We get along so great. Mm Mm-hmm. So, okay, moving on. Well, speaking of Clayton, I need to address something because, God, my DMs were blowing (laughs) up last week after we talked about this Clayton and Jess story. Turns out we were incorrect about something. Clayton is – there was a reason why we were confused – why Clayton said, I'm talking to Jess, but he also didn't know her name. Yeah. The reason why is because he's not talking to Jess. He apparently is talking to someone else. Who knows if that someone else... Is Susie. Saw I'm this. Just kidding. Well, no. <laughs> but who knows if that girl he was allegedly talking to saw the TikToks from mm. recently. I don't know if I would feel too comfortable talking to a guy. I would not enjoy talking to a guy. And then he goes to an influencer event with his ex and they make all these, like, cutie TikToks. Yeah. I wouldn't love that. Right. Right. And yeah, so correction, guys. Sorry. He is not talking to Jess. He was talking about someone else. I told you guys I don't listen to clickbait. Don't make me do it. Yeah. Something else that we weren't in the loop about. Apparently, the Trista and Bob uh, almost famous thing, it's like a spinoff show. Remember when I was saying, Mm -hmm. like, why is she always hosting? Are they taking over? Yeah. They host, like, an OG spinoff show. I'm standing by the fact that when there's smoke, there's fire. And I don't think it's the crazy concept to think that they could eventually take over. I agree. But them hosting so often is because of a spinoff show. Again, don't make me listen to that podcast. Yeah, guys, we're just two gals here to chat (laughs) about The Bachelor. I can't listen to every single Bachelor podcast in the world. Please don't put that pressure on me. Yeah. Anyway, so moving on from that, speaking of podcasts, though, Ari and Lauren went on the Unplanned podcast, which is a a newer podcast hosted by two people that I recognize from TikTok. They do a lot of, like, couples pranks and stuff on TikTok. They're, like, YouTube people. Mm -hmm. And uh, Ari and Lauren went on their podcast and spilled so much tea. This is a really, really good episode. The last I checked, it had, like, over 250,000 views on YouTube, so... Definitely go check it out. We're going to touch on a few points that were made on the podcast. So 
First and foremost, Ari admits that he knew he made the wrong choice during the actual filming of the episode. So, like, as he's proposing to Becca, he admits that he made the wrong choice. The worst part was, like, I was kind of waiting for Lauren to say some stuff to give me some reassurance. For some reason, she was always, like, kind of like a unicorn to me. Like, she was, like, so beautiful and, like, but I always, I never really was, like, she's so into me. Like, I never felt like she is, you know we're going to be life partners yeah. because I was, I was missing a couple like things for her to say. And when she walked down, I, the, the, everything had already been emotion. Yeah. Ring it's been picked. You know, we know who first is, we know who second is like, so when she walks down and she delivers that speech, I'm like, this is everything I've ever wanted to hear from her. And I was like, I knew at that moment that I was in the wrong, but I felt like the, like, huge pressure of the bachelor and production and 300 people there and everything is like, it's too late for me to do anything, you know? Mm -hmm. But I knew kind of in that moment. Could you imagine if he, after hearing those words was like, wait, actually just kidding. I'm proposing to you and then would have to break up with Becca after that would be the most dramatic season ever. That's what I'm saying though. Like what I don't get is I get it. I mean, the the rings are already picked. It's really fucking stressful to be like, wait, I want to switch. However, That would be the best fucking finale if, like, Lauren says everything she's saying, and then he's standing there at the altar or wherever they are, and he's like, I'll be right back. And he just walks away, and he's freaking out, Mm -hmm. talking to a producer, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. It's, like, mayhem. Everyone's running around. Like, that would have been even better than what happened. So, like, he would probably want to switch the rings, because I know I wouldn't want to be proposed to with a ring that was chosen for For someone someone else. else. Yeah. But, like... I don't know. I did the honors of pulling what he actually said to Becca. Oh, wow. Because I think, I yeah, I know. I, like, did my homework. But I think hearing this, knowing now what he's saying, like, it's fucked up. This is what he said. Morning, I woke up, and I thought about you, and I thought about you and our kids together. I thought about us when we were old. And I choose you today, but I choose you every day from here on out. Do you think some of this, though, now is revisionist history? That, like, it's a lot easier now to say that he's married to Lauren for several years with all of these kids to be like, yeah, no, I knew in that moment I made a mistake, but the show, blah, 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 I was all wrapped up in it. Versus maybe he really still was conflicted and he did then go forward and propose to Becca. Like, he is a grown-ass adult and made that choice. But I think it's easier now to be like, oh, yeah, I always knew. I just, like, messed up. Oopsies. Than that actually being the case. I don't know. I personally don't think it's revisionist history. I think in my gut, I feel like when he saw Becca walk down, he's like, fuck. But he still said all those things to her and then got engaged to her for several weeks. Yeah, that's that's (laughs) shitty. That's shitty. I'm not defending his actions. No, I know, but I'm just like, I just think it's easier now to like rewrite the narrative because now, I mean, now it's like, it is what it is. They're clearly committed. Ari does continue in this podcast to talk about how um, producers kind of like weigh in on mm-hmm. who he should be choosing. Yeah. I want to play one part because he does touch on like having to keep the villain, which I think is interesting. It's something we already know, but hearing a lead actually admit yeah. it is kind of wild. I can't imagine that pressure. And the producers, are they trying to like steer you down a certain path? Are they like, oh, hey, you should 
kick this girl off, but this girl, you should keep her on. And they're like, they want to keep like the, the mean girl on to keep the show, keep the drama going, keep it more interesting. I feel like in the the beginning and in the middle of the show, they definitely have personalities that they want to keep on. Like they okay. were like, hey, if you keep you keep Crystal on another week, then you can bring another girl to Paris, you know? Or, oh, oh, you know, like, oh, like, okay. are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I do think it's interesting to hear a lead say something like that. But yeah, we we know that this is the case, and especially after talking to Crystal, I, it does not surprise me at all that she's the one that they were honing in on keeping. Want to know the craziest thing? I subscribed to Nick Vial's Patreon like forever ago, mm -hmm. back when they were during um, the pandemic, when they were doing the greatest seasons of all time, and he released interviews with people from his season. Yeah. Like honestly, smart because it got people interested. I listened to a lot of them. I do not subscribe mm -hmm. anymore. But his interview with Corinne. He's talking with her as if she, like, knows the deal and knows what's going on. And he's like, yeah, so, like, obviously I'd keep you so we can meet the nanny. And she goes, wait, what? And she, in the interview, did you, you listened to it, right? I listened to it, too, and it was very hard to listen to because I think, yeah, to that day, Corinne still thought Nick kept her because he, like, was genuinely interested in her. Right. Sad. Yeah. But Nick's like, well, obviously you were the villain and, and you had the storyline about your nanny. And she's like, wait, so I wasn't, and he, and he was, like, confused, too. He's like, wait, you don't know that? Like, no. how do you not know that? She really yeah. liked him. Like, you, and you could tell yeah. from her side, it was very real for her. Well, in our interview with her forever ago, like a year ago, she said that she thinks that she was the best one for him. Which low-key at the time, probably I don't true. necessarily disagree with. Yeah, I think Nick was very immature. I mean, he's still immature. He's like 40 and acts like he's 25. So I think, yeah, honestly, at that time, he was still be having his like, I'm the bachelor playboy. I'm the sexy bachelor. Blah, blah, blah. I think Corinne would have been good for him. Yeah. And they just seem like they would have had a lot of fun together. Yeah, very like they playful. They seem like they would have very a very playful, yeah. God, Nick, you messed everything up. Well, and then look who he's like engaged to right. now. It's like. Exactly. Well. Ari continues even more, though, and says that producers even weighed in on who his final choice should be. He says, like, you know, obviously they want you to pick someone that's going to be better suited for you, but they definitely said things to sway him, and this was kind of crazy to me. But then, towards the end, they really do want you to make the decision that's best for yourself. Yeah. But I think that you're doing these interviews, and they're, like, always highlighting, Yeah. you know, the good things about somebody, like, why they would make a good fit for you. And it was always sort of this thing where, like, Lauren... They were like, I remember this one comment. It still, yeah. still gets, still kills me. They're like, Lauren's like the Ferrari, dude. She's like, you know, I, I know you love fast cars, but like, she's not a car you drive every day. She's like, she's like, you know, she's like, yeah. and I'm like, and you know, Becca's like the dependable minivan, like something that you can just like. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Why can't you drive a Ferrari every day? Right. And also, like, what does that mean in regards to Lauren? I just can't think of, like, a more disrespectful way to characterize both of these two women who are lovely. What does that mean? She's a Ferrari you can't drive every day. And, like, why did they want to push Becca over Lauren? Like, at the end of the day, it's his decision. And, like, it, who cares? Like, ABC. Like, why do you care? I think in this situation, and Ari and Lauren have talked about this, that, like, Lauren was much more timid on the show that, like, a lot... Although in this interview, I listened to some of it, they say that a lot of her personality was edited out, which I can agree with now, seeing after the fact on their YouTube videos, the way she acts. But, like, on the show, we did not see any of her personality, so it came off, like, very 
one dimensional. Whereas like Becca was being portrayed as this like America's sweetheart person. And I think that's why they wanted him with Becca versus Lauren. Cause I don't think Lauren's personality was translating as much or they were editing it out. I don't know which one, but what does that mean? Why, like, why is she a Ferrari? You can't drive every day just because she's like hot and blonde. And I was like, and how disrespectful to Becca, how unappealing and unsexy when Becca's also a beautiful girl to be like, yeah. Mm, yeah, the, they're making it like, this is something that's going to be fun for the time being, but this is long-term. And yeah. what I don't get is like, if you're, if what you're saying is true and like they really just loved Becca and saw her as America's sweetheart, like if Ari at the end of the day wanted Lauren, okay, win-win, then Becca's going to be the bachelorette. Mm -hmm. Like, why did they care is yeah, my I don't question. Really like, know. Who gives a shit? Like, either she's with the final guy and she gets they get to be America's sweetheart couple together, or you get her for another fucking season mm -hmm. and you get to make more money off of her. ABC. Like, I just wonder why they pushed one versus the other. Like, yeah. what it matters to them. Right. But, I don't know. So, moving on. Have you seen this, like, fan photo slash paparazzi photo of Taisha and Luke from Summer House? That's his full name, Luke from Summer House. Mm -hmm. In a store allegedly looking at engagement rings. I have so many questions about this because, like, one, shouldn't we at least hard launch your relationship before we look at engagement rings? Yeah. But also, two, who the fuck is, like, is it a paparazzi photo? Because I really don't think people, like, paparazzi are following Luke from Summer House. <laughs> yeah, or, I mean... And Tasha, really. I and Tasha, like... <laughs> Two, perhaps there was just a Memorial Day sale at Tiffany's and you can't pass up savings like that. Like, how do we know they were really looking at engagement rings versus, like... Just going to Tiffany's? They could be looking at any jewelry. Right. A promise ring. Okay. I'm looking at the photo right now. Oh, well, they are in the engagement ring section. Like, she's looking at her hand at Tiffany's at the counter. So... People seem to think it's, like, a staged thing. I don't think it's a paparazzi photo because it it's one blurry photo. And, like, why is paparazzi at Tiffany's? Yeah, but, like, is the paparazzi in Tiffany's? Like, I don't think they're allowed to just, like, follow someone into the store with a camera like that. They'd have to... It, so it does look like this is planned slash staged to maybe start yeah. some sort of buzz conversation, something. And that for all we know, right. they could just be going to, like, look at things for fun. Like, I, I do that. I go to Tiffany's and ask to try on the rings for fun. Like, it's a great right. time. You know they can clean your jewelry, too, if you go there. Yeah. Just it's like a any really great time to go. It's a great experience. Yeah, I mean, Courtney Robertson once said that when there was a lot of press around her and Ben when the season was airing, she went to a store and tried on wedding dresses. Just so the paparazzi mm. would take pictures of her. And then that, then they're like, wait, what? Why is she trying on? What's going on? This could just be, like... Let's go fuck with the media. What mm -hmm. I want to know is, like, who took the picture and then contacted Page Six? Because are you really in this level of fame that people are doing this? What if it was just, like, her friend? Do you remember right. that story of this was a while back with the Call Her Daddy podcast that Alex Cooper was going to dinner with, like, her ex who was a Mets player or something. But she had Sophia also go to the restaurant and take pictures and then send it to Page Six as if... Because this was a time when no paparazzi is following around the girls from Call Her Daddy. Like, they weren't that big. But Sophia, like, made sent those pictures to Page Six to make it seem like they were, like, a bigger deal that people, like, cared about her dating this Mets player again. So Wait, people do we that. have to do this. About ourselves? <laughs> you want yeah. to follow me into a sweet yeah. green and take a picture with me and someone? Ooh, yeah. that's the kind of drama we've been needing to blow this podcast up. Seriously. Well, 
Another story that I wanted to touch on is that Natalie and Nick went on a podcast and Natalie says that she wanted to keep their relationship private Mm -hmm. for as long as possible, but the paparazzi outed them when they went for a walk. Liar! Like, the paparazzi's not sitting outside of Nick Vial's house waiting for him to walk outside with a girl. All I know is, is like... We know the Kardashians call paparazzi on themselves, and I'm like, if they have to call paparazzi on themselves, sorry. I think yeah. Nick Vial and Taisha need to call paparazzi on themselves. They're not just waiting outside your door if they're right. most times not waiting outside Kylie's house. like. But they are waiting outside Kylie's house. I don't think they're waiting outside Nick's house. No, but I know even the Kardashians still have to, like, call sometimes to, like, make arrangements to see and be seen. Well, yeah, if, they, if they're going to a place that maybe, like, paparazzi wouldn't be, like, yeah. if they're going on a trip somewhere. But I think their block is pretty much where the paparazzi live nowadays. Yeah. But, yeah, like, this doesn't look like a paparazzi photo to me. It looks like a fan photo. But you're right. This could easily have just been... I then was like, well, why? I think it's Tasha's friend. I do too. Because then it's just a way to get attention. I think Tasha is, I mean, obviously we've never had her on the show. I've never met her. But I, I think she's in a space right now where she's trying to like figure out how to like level up from being the Bachelorette into something bigger. And so I think she's just trying to keep her name in people's mouths and keep people talking about her. And I think dating this guy from Summer House helps. This photo helps. I don't know. It doesn't help me because I don't know Luke from Summerhouse. Hence right. why his last name is from Summerhouse. Yeah, it's on his but birth like, certificate, Luke from Summerhouse. Perhaps, like, we're skipping a few steps here. Like, why couldn't her friend take a photo of them, like, walking down the street kissing? Well, remember there was the photo of them at a friend's house, and then there was the whole yeah. crap out situation. Right. But that got people talking about it. Right. So I don't know. But maybe they don't even kiss. Maybe they're just friends. And they're like, this is mutually beneficial, so let's just... Go look at rings at Tiffany's and then go to lunch. I don't know. I'm still thinking there could have just been a really great sale on promise rings or like <laughs> those, tear, teardrop those necklaces. Rings, you gotta get yeah. them. All right. Well, if there is a sale, let us know. We'll go. Yeah. Did I tell you I've been taking like the Lumi CBD gummies literally every single night these days, but I've been sleeping like a baby. Well, you were texting me the other night at like one in the morning saying you couldn't sleep and your mind was spiraling. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, just go fucking take a gummy and go to bed. You'll be fine. No, I know. And I've finally listened. I was hesitant because I haven't always had the best experience with gummies, but microdose Lumi CBD gummies are like the perfect amount of THC and CBD. So I don't feel like I'm out of control of my body with other gummies. You guys know, I've talked about this a million times. I'm a horrible sleeper. Like I literally can't even sleep in my comfortable bed in my air-conditioned room. And I was on the plane the other day on a red eye. And so it's like, if I can't sleep in my own bed, you know I can't like sleep on a plane. Um, But then I took a gummy on the red eye back from LA to New York and I actually slept the entire flight. I like taking half a gummy. That seems to be the perfect dose for me, but you can kind of explore these gummies and see what works for you. Yeah. So if you guys are interested in checking them out, Microdose is available nationwide. So to learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and you can use our code she's all batch and that will get you free shipping and 30% off your first order. So definitely go check them out, guys. Links can be found in the show description. But again, that is microdose.com with the code she's all batch. Well, I'm not surprised you were able to sleep on the plane because you had your microdose gummies. But like, how could you possibly have slept without your attitude sheets? So true. I don't know. 
We are obsessed with the Etitude brand. They have the most luxuriously soft, smooth as silk sheets. They are more breathable than cotton and they're hypoallergenic. I sleep on them every single night. I own two sets of sheets. So literally when I'm washing them, I have another one on my bed. I will not go to sleep without it. Etitude sustainable bedding is made from the world's first non-toxic bamboo fabric. So you can rest easy knowing your bed is free from harmful chemicals and better for you and the planet. Right now, Etitude is offering She's All Batch listeners $25 off your first bedding purchase with code She's All Batch. Yes, and I feel so good using my Etitude sheets because a lot of people don't know this, but cotton sheets actually use massive amounts of water, energy, and chemicals. And bamboo, which is what Etitude sheets are made out of, is one of the most eco-friendly plants on earth. So you just like feel good knowing that like you're not destroying the planet while you're going to sleep. Etitude sheets use 99% less water than cotton, so that's over five. 500,000 bottles of water saved. That's amazing. Amazing. So don't forget, guys, go to etitude.com. That's E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E.com slash she's all batch. Save $25 and have like the best sleep of your life. But like join the club and tell us how much you love the sheets because we are clearly big fans and I want to hear about your sheets. What color did you get? How good was your sleep? I can't wait to hear. Again, that's attitude.com slash she's all batch. Happy sleeping. All right, we're going to kick off Bachelor Encounters. You guys know that's when you submit your stories of meeting Bachelor Nation in the wild. We read about those stories on air. And you know what? What? I've never heard this before. What? It's a good time. <gasps> it is a good time. Oh, my God. It is. I'm so excited. This first encounter is about Victoria Fuller. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. This is a bit of a lame encounter, but had to share because of all the Greg Victoria Taylor Swift talk. Okay, girl, first and foremost, do not set your encounter up that way. I know. This already sounds amazing. <laughs> Greg, Victoria, Taylor Swift? I can't imagine a better encounter. Yeah, I'm very intrigued. Do not say it's lame. I was in Nashville for the Taylor Swift concert and having lunch with friends who I also watched The Bachelor with. We had been talking about using maiden names as first names for kids and dogs. And I said, that's Victoria Fuller's dog's name. And that's the same as my maiden name. So her maiden name is the same name as Victoria's dog. And what's it's um it's like Brixton Buxton Buxton. Yep. Okay, I was very close. You are impressive. Thanks. But that's Buxton, and that's her maiden name. Literally 10 minutes later, my friend grabs my arm and says, oh my God, Victoria and Greg just walked in. They just walked in for a minute and then left, but truly felt like we manifested their presence. I did manage to get a quick pick and the pick is like literally them walking out of whatever place they're in. What are the fucking chances that you're talking about her and then she walks in? Yeah, that is funny yet scary. You can just like be saying something about someone in Bachelor Nation in Nashville and then they just walk through the door. Like, did it come up in conversation that they were going to the Taylor Swift concert? Because they were public mm, about that. Maybe. So maybe that's how it also came up. Yeah. Because she said they were going into to the Taylor Swift concert, too. Yes. That's why they were in Nashville, mm-hmm. having lunch with friends. And then just happened to talk about how Victoria Fuller is also going. Has a dog. And then she walks in. Well, they're talking about Victoria Fuller's dog. Did the dog come in? The dog probably wasn't at the concert. <laughs> yeah, probably not at the concert. At the restaurant, maybe. Next one is about Genevieve. I saw Genevieve at a bar a few weeks ago, and she is even more beautiful in person than she was on TV. I wanted to go up and ask for a photo, but she didn't seem like she wanted to be there and kept looking at her phone. Def doesn't seem like a big partier, which is surprising, as she was so much fun on Paradise. Still a big fan, even though I didn't get a photo. 
Darn. Where was this, like, location-wise? It didn't say. At a bar. At a bar. It's weird, though. I would expect her to be a partier, kind of. Really? Yeah. I don't know. It just seems like she's... I don't know, but maybe that's just, like, the vibe that Paradise gives off because they're always drinking a lot on Paradise and they're just, like, hanging out. So I would think maybe in normal life that's how Genevieve would be, but maybe not. Maybe that was just the environment. Yeah, and it's, like, her edit, too. Mm -hmm. It's not like we saw her taking, like, tequila shots. She just was very dramatic because she cried a lot. True. Okay, next one. I have a bachelor encounter. I just want to say I love your podcast. I'm a stay-at-home mom and look forward to it every week. Yay. Last week around this time, my husband and I were on a staycation at a hotel local to where we live. It's a city in Washington State, about 30 minutes south of Seattle. In the morning, we got on the elevator to go get breakfast, and as we walked in, I noticed Maddie Prue and her mom were standing in the elevator. I got so awkward and nervous that I didn't want to say anything and make them uncomfortable as we were just standing there and waiting to get to the lobby. I looked at my husband when we got off and said, oh my God, that was Maddie from The Bachelor. He knew exactly who I was talking about because he watches the show with me. I looked on her Instagram and she was speaking at a local church near us that weekend. I was so bummed I didn't say anything and wish I had. We crossed paths with them again, waiting for breakfast, and I knew I had to say something. I walked up to her and her mom and said, I loved watching you on The Bachelor and thought you held your own so well on the show. Maddie and her mom were so nice and we talked for a few minutes. Her mom told us they were headed to Paris and Maddie even told me I was pretty, which made me feel amazing because I was 32 weeks pregnant and feeling huge at the time. They gave me a hug and went on their way. I didn't ask for a picture because it was early and I didn't want to bother them. Maddie was so pretty in person and her mom was very nice. It was a great encounter. They were so sweet. I knew I would have regretted it if I didn't go up and say hi. Aw, well, that's nice that they were nice. And it's awesome that you got two shots. Not everyone gets two shots. Mm -hmm. You know, Eminem says you only get one shot, one opportunity. Yeah, he does. Do you capture it or do you let it slip? Mm -hmm. You let it slip, but then you got another shot. So contrary to what Eminem said, sometimes you get two shots. (laughs) Right. And you made your dreams a reality. And I'm very proud of you for that. Yes. She seems like a very like personable girl and someone that would be really gracious to fans that come up to her. Oh, for sure. So I'm, I'm not surprised she was like, Super sweet to you. And also probably strikingly beautiful in person. Yes, I would agree with that. Well, those are all the Bachelor Encounters we have for this week. If you have a story you want to submit, DM me at She's All Batch, and you never, ever know. We may read about it next week, and it'll be a good time then. Never, ever, ever know. Something as a mom that I just discovered that I think is so freaking cool is there are meal delivery services for adults, obviously, but now there is a meal delivery service for kids and babies and toddlers. When I first heard about Little Spoon, I was blown away because it's so freaking convenient. So Little Spoon is a one-stop shop for healthy, easy meal time and snack time for your baby, toddler, and big kid. And the meals and snacks are delivered right to your door. So it's so convenient. It's such a time saver. And as a mom to a three-year-old, that's exactly what you need in your life, convenience. So I actually got to try out Little Spoon and I tried out their plates. So they're toddler and big kid meals and they are free of junk and they taste amazing, even for the pickiest of eaters. So there's like hidden veggie mac and cheese because that's literally the only way I can get my son to actually eat vegetables. They also have things like smoothies, baby blends, biteable snacks. There's this transition to table early finger food meals that are cut to size to promote easy self-feeding and attention 
healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. Did I mention it comes straight to my door? I think I did, but I need to tell you guys again because that is the key point here. I don't have to freaking go to the store and lug my toddler there. So you can check it out by going to littlespoon.com slash she's all batch and enter our code she's all batch at checkout. That will get you 30% off your first little spoon order. That's little spoon, L-I-T-T-L-E-S-P-O-O-N.com slash she's all batch. Code she's all batch will get you 30% off at checkout. Go check it out and make your life a little more easier as a mom. Happy Mother's Day, guys. All right, we need to take a second and talk about Hexclad. So if you're not interested in learning about the best cookware available, go ahead and fast forward. But I think you may want to hear what we have to say about this brand because today's sponsor is Hexclad and they have revolutionized the cookware industry with their patented hybrid cookware. It's incredibly durable, combining the performance of stainless steel and easy cleanup of nonstick. They also look incredibly sleek and sexy, if I do say so myself. Yeah, so you guys know Mr. Gordon Ramsay. He might be the toughest critic in the entire world. Like, he literally scares me. But these are the pots and pans <laughs> that he uses both at home and in his Michelin star restaurants. So, you know, they, like, gotta be very good. Hexclad products also come with a lifetime warranty, so... That's right. These are literally the last set of pots and pans you'll ever have to buy. And you want to invest in things like this because these are things you're going to be using every day. So to know that they're like here to stay makes you feel better about your investment. So Hexclad's 13-piece set is the perfect set to transform your kitchen overnight. It features a full collection of their most popular pots and pans and even a hybrid wok. The 8-inch pan is perfect for eggs. Pull out the 12-inch pan for steaks and the 8-quart pot is there for a family pasta night. This is like the perfect bridal shower gift or a gift if someone's getting married and they don't have pots and pans, they don't know where to begin. So you guys got to check this out. For a limited time, get 10% off with the code She's All Batch at hexclad.com. That's 10% off at H-E-X-C-L-A-D.com with code she's all batch bon appetit let's eat with hexclad's revolutionary cookware all right so before we got on this call i was talking to jackie about how like being on zoom all the time has been made me really critical of my face and i'm like constantly picking out my imperfections and i feel like i'm just a lot harder on myself than i would normally be because I have to freaking stare at my face on these Zoom calls. So luckily our new sponsor, OneSkin, set out to not just decrease visible signs of skin aging, but treat the root causes of skin aging, which is like really what I ultimately wanna do. I don't wanna just look younger. I want to literally like be younger, if that makes sense. Yes, and they have so many great products, guys. They have the Essential Face Moisturizer, the Eye Topical Supplement to Firm, and a Topical Body Supplement to keep your body moisturized, which is something I feel like when we talk about skincare, we always forget, like, your body, also famously skin, and you need to take care of it the same way you take care of your face. So skin doesn't just look younger and healthier. It functions like younger and healthier skin. Like, that's what we want. We don't need a Band-Aid over things. We need things to, like reverse the aging process. But how, you might ask? One Skin's products are formulated with their OS01 peptide as the primary active ingredient to support the skin's ability to resist the effects of intrinsic and extrinsic aging factors. There are so many products on the market that you need to make sure that the one you're picking is actually proven to work. And One Skin definitely works and has been scientifically proven. Right. And One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. One Skin addresses skin health at the molecular level. We're getting scientific, guys, targeting the root causes of skin aging so skin behaves, feels, and appears younger. It's time to get started with your new face. 
I and body yaddy yaddy routine at a discounted rate today. You can get 15% off with the code she's all batch at oneskin.co. That's O-N-E-S-K-I-N dot C-O with code she's all batch. All right, guys, we are in the presence of royalty. We have Lace Morris here. You obviously know her from then season of The Bachelor and also Bachelor in Paradise. Lace, happy birthday. Welcome. Thanks for coming on She's All Batch. That's my third birthday of the year. Yay. <laughs> when is your actual birthday? Um, November 3rd. Okay. So everyone mark their calendars. It was actually the day we filmed uh, the reunion. Oh, okay. They didn't let anyone know because they didn't show anything of, you know. That would have been funny to do, (laughs) especially after the whole little birthday bit to be like, oh, and now it's your actual birthday. (laughs) Here's the actual thing. They they gave me a cake and then the entire audience and crew and everyone sang happy birthday. Did they show that? Oh, they didn't air it is what you're saying. They didn't didn't air anything of Rodney and I or me. So I was like, all right. Why do you think that is? Couldn't tell you. I mean, there was a lot of people. I mean, it was hours of filming, but I don't know. I don't know how they chose who they filmed and not. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. Well, let's go back to Ben's season because this is when we were first introduced to you. Um, So out of Ben's season, out of the limo, you kiss him right out of the limo. Then later in the night, you ask for another kiss. Who came up with this idea? Was this you? Um, To kiss him? Yeah. And like asking for the other kiss and... Um, you know what? I think like the producers come to your room and like kind of strategize with you what you want to do. So, uh, I think it was just a mixture of all of us thinking together. And then I'm like, Ooh, yeah, let's kiss him. Why not? Why don't we just Mm -hmm. be brave and do it? The second kiss though, that was just, can I cuss on her? Yeah. Yeah, you can. (laughs) curse all the time. It literally is just a clusterfuck seriously, because uh, you know, they're always trying to get you to do certain things and go do this, try this. I mean, I wanted, I wanted to go talk. Actually, no, that second one was he came looking for me and all the girls were like, why would he look so late? I'm like, well, cause you know, obviously, but no, um, I think in my head, I was like, well, I might as well try to shoot my shot again because <laughs> here we are. I don't mm-hmm. know. The producers were in my head all night. So yeah. Like encouraging you to do other things, or what do you mean by that? Just to be crazy and go talk, to, go go peep on this person, go do this, go do that. You know, like was there ever something that like you didn't want to do, but they suggested it to you? I think I think it was mostly just like go talk to him right now, and I'm like I don't mm-hmm. want to, I don't want to be that girl. So it was more it was more so that type of yeah. stuff. Um, I was excited when I talked to him, but I also, I mean, I have to take ownership. I was completely belligerent that night. So, I mean, right. I was sitting there taking shots with the producers, you know, all the time. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Your most memorable moment from night one is the eye contact thing, obviously. <laughs> when you say that producers were in your ear, was any producer saying like, Lace, like he wasn't making eye contact with you or was that really you? No. So the thing with that, okay. The whole thing about that, I, they don't show it, but I was the very last, I mean, unless they did and I forgot, but I was the last person to get a rose. So in my head, I was like, did the producers make him do that? Or did he want to pick me? And then I noticed he just, there's, there's 30 other girls. I'm selfish. I don't know. You know, I was just being dumb. That was all me, but 
it was 6 a.m. in the morning. I'm delirious. I was just like, are you sure you wanted to pick me? Just totally being an insecure little girl and forgetting that there's 30 other women here mm-hmm. <laughs> besides myself. You left the show on your own accord. Um, what caused that? Um, I, I, I might've been a little insecure, but even though I was insecure and young, I still feel like I was a pretty wise, wise girl, you know, at 25. And I just knew what was really going on. I was paying attention and I just saw what all was going on and how things were being orchestrated, I guess is the best way to say it. They wouldn't, oh, I tried to go talk to Ben and I was the last person to talk to them. And at this point it was like two or three in the morning. We're all tired, ready for this to be at this rose ceremony to be over. And, um, at that point I had just had it because I was like, I see what's happening here. I think I've, I've caught on to what's really going on. And I just don't think my best interest is at heart here. So I was like, I don't need to be here. This is, this Mm -hmm. is not the right spot for me right now. And I just think this is going to make me look even more stupid at the end of it. And, um, I had to do an interview after like, you know, they try to be like, stay, you should stay, just try and stay for the rose ceremony. I'm like, no. I know what you're, I know exactly what's going to happen. You're probably not going to give me a rose. They're so, yeah, just to wait and see if they can set you up. Yeah. I, I just feel like I'm, I'm pretty, I'm observant. I see everything. I watch everything. And I just, I was like, I'm making sure not to get really hammered tonight. Cause I want to, I really want to actually see if this could happen. And mm-hmm. I just feel like, I, I feel like I got played that night. So I just was like, get me out of here. I don't want to be, I don't want to be miserable in this. this space. Played in, in what way? Um, Played as in like they probably were trying to get a reaction of me if I didn't, they were probably trying to, cause I kept asking everyone, can I go talk to him? Can I do this? Hold on, hold on. He's busy. He's doing this. And I'm like, no, I can, I mean, you, t- you tell us to go talk to him all the time. So I was just really frustrated. So that was my, that was my thought process at the time is like, I just felt like I was not being taken care of. Like, so like, like they were not letting you see <clears throat> Ben, like you're saying, yeah. on purpose. Yeah, okay. like everyone had all these little dates planned, and I kept, oh, I kept asking for a, a football or something. I remember that I said, can you? I kept asking the producers, can you go get me something so I can give a little date? And then finally, I was the very last one to talk to him, and it was right as I walked up, he was kissing Becca, and it just tr- it triggered me, and I'm like, I gotta get out of here. They do that though for certain people. They allow to have those like mini dates in the mansion. Like, oh, here's here's a picnic basket. Go go take him yeah. on the driveway and and have a fake little picnic for five minutes. But like certain people get those privileges and then certain people don't. And I wonder if you walking in on him kissing Becca was purposeful. Like they're like, oh, Becca, well, please, you can go talk. You can go talk to Ben now, and he's conveniently yeah. making out with Becca. Yeah, I think it was pretty ironic, right? Iron- mm. Ironic timing. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> during the um women tell all this is an iconic moment so you have your hot seat and a guy from the audience says like you're crazy beautiful and I got a tattoo of you on my stomach and he comes down and takes a photo with you that there's no way this is real what is the real story can you share I don't know the real story <laughs> no I don't know the real story I really don't I just I wish I did I might in my head I'm like okay they probably someone playing that but I actually don't know the real story. We don't know if the tattoo's real. <laughs> I don't think it was real. It didn't look real. Someone drew a picture of your I face mean, I on saw his right stomach. I think yeah. maybe like, you know, one of those like um wet it on and mm-hmm. on. yeah. Yeah. Oh, one like a Lisa Frank. A yeah. Lisa Frank tattoo with yeah, lace on it. 
I don't know. I I have a a theory that it probably wasn't real. Then it was. I have this. I have this. I have the same theory. (laughs) Did they prep you on any of that before, or were they? Did that just happen spontaneously to you? I was literally shocked. I was so shocked at the moment. I was like, "What? What? What?" (laughs) Did they ever ask you to be the Bachelorette? No. Really? We were saying that on the show when it was airing. We're like, "Wait, Lace had the perfect." bachelorette exit after this season of paradise most recent one well why can't it still happen i mean i guess it could but at this point i'm just kind of over bachelor you yeah i'm over going on the bachelor (laughs) oh that's disappointing because we were hoping for another shot this summer no i just think that no that's silly no way but couldn't you just use it for like you know fame followers play the game give us a good story I gave you guys a good story this last summer. You did. No, you did. And you know, we are like huge fans. I couldn't, we could not have been more of a a lace fan group. We are so, you, you, when you were announced as original cast too, both times, like that made me 5,000 times more excited for this season than any other season. And I just don't get why they don't do more of that. I mean, Mm -hmm. I was kind of surprised I was original cast too, but then I thought about it and I feel like, being original cast this season actually didn't help me at all because no one knew who I was. So no one asked me out on a date versus if I were to come in with a date card and see where it goes. And then I, I don't know, I, I toggle with it, but it's like, I don't know if it hurt or helped. But then, I mean, I got to meet Rodney when he came in and the whole thing. So it's fine, but mm-hmm. yeah. What are um, your thoughts on Rodney now after everything that happened? Oh, Rodney and I are cool. Okay. Um, he actually ended up apologizing to me at the reunion and they didn't show that it was behind scenes on one of our breaks. And he's like, Hey, I'm really sorry. I never reached out and no harm, no foul, like whatever. He was really cool. So we ended up partying a bunch of us that night after the reunion hung out that weekend. So it's we're all good. Your one of your moments with Rodney was, um, after split week, you come down on the beach before anyone else. You obviously had to have been given like some kind of special treatment in order to go and check on Rodney, who's conveniently not there. Can you give us any insight on what happened there? So I think they kind of knew I wasn't being myself. And I think they knew because I was an alumni and I've been through this process versus other girls. I think they could tell how miserable I was. So it was just kind of brought up maybe you should go see and talk to him and just you know if you're not happy maybe you should go or something type Mm -hmm. of thing so um I just kind of wanted to get out of there I didn't want to sit there in my misery with I I was having a blast with the girls at the same time I wasn't none of us were it was actually it was really rough over there even though we had this like air conditioning beautiful place to stay in it just wasn't the same obviously that's not where what we signed up for so for me doing this experiment, I'm like, this is not what I signed up for. I did not know you guys were going to do this silly experiment the year that I come back. So I was like, mm-hmm. again, get me out of here. <laughs> and you weren't really on like the beneficial end either. Like, well, I guess you had some well, guys that came. Yeah, right. And I, I mean, I could have easily pursued that, but it's like, I didn't I didn't feel it and my mind was set on Rodney I was excited to finally get Rodney you know everyone wants Rodney who doesn't he's amazing but I also knew that before I left Rodney had expressed 
the few girls that he was interested in. He didn't lie to me about that, but I didn't know how serious it was or how it would play out. But I didn't know that we were just going to be stripped from the guys. So that was his perfect chance. And it makes sense why it happened. But I just didn't want to look like a fool again. Something specific about split week that made no sense to us is why did Michael A and Danielle not have to split? Like, was that talked about on the beach at all? Oh, I think we all thought about it, but they were on a date that day. No, I know, like, logistically so, why, but it just seemed, like, unfair. Like, I mean, they, were, they didn't I, have to participate. I have no idea. I have no idea. I We just assumed, oh, well, they're solid and they're on a date, but I don't know. Couldn't tell you. What were your thoughts about the um, Victoria Johnny debacle? Where, did you see that coming? Were you shocked? No, I was shocked. Honestly, like I thought they were solid. I, I mean, you never know. I know for me and Grant, no one knew really what happened behind scenes for us. So it's like, I get it. You really don't know what's going on. Uh, but when I found out, I was like, holy, holy shit. I'm shocked. Like, I thought they were solid. Yeah. So. Speaking well, Grant. of Grant. Yeah, I wanted to start <laughs> watching that season Whoops, of Bachelor. Why did I bring up that? Yeah, why'd you do that? We skipped right over the Grant questions. We'll go right back. Um, well, so obviously like you guys got engaged on the show. Did you feel like pressure to get engaged or like, what were those conversations like? No, actually I remember in the hot tub and he said, I love you. And I was just like, Oh my God, wait, I don't know if I'm ready to say that yet, but I know I feel something like I really wanted to be a grant. I was all in. And I think when you're outside of reality, you know, stuck in this little bubble, you love this you know, it's like a fantasy there, but you get back to reality, but I was all in. I wanted to, I wanted to do it. I just wanted to take my time and question him and make sure, well, when we get back to reality, is it going to be the same? And it sure as hell was not even close. What happened? Um, a lot of shit, a lot of shit happened. I, I moved to San Francisco for three months and he was gone all the time. I just, I was alone all the time. And, and then we just started bickering and fighting. And then um, the night that, well, he's, <laughs> he took me to, I don't even know why I'm telling the story to be honest, but um, it was my birthday weekend and he ended it and we split up. So then at a winery that he took me to for my birthday, broke up with me. And then we split up. And that night that he dropped me off at the airport, I had a friend that I did make. And he's like, why is your fiance making out with a girl outside of Rickson's or whatever? And I'm like, what? Wait, so literally Wait. I, you guys break up, he takes you to the airport and then he's making out with someone? That's just, I don't know. Someone texted me and they're like, it was one of my good friends that I made out there at the time. And mm -hmm. he's, yeah, he's like, what's happening? I'm like, I don't know. We're done. <laughs> well, he broke up with you on your birthday weekend though? Yeah. Didn't that happen? La what happened last time on your birthday, on your fake birthday? <laughs> I feel like you don't have good luck with your birthday, <laughs> whether it's real or fake. <laughs> oh gosh, that's true. Ooh, I don't like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like it's been so long and it is what it is, right? I can talk mm -hmm. about it now. I don't care. Back then I was trying to just be hush hush, but I'm like, it's been so long. Fuck it. Right. Well, you guys kind of went back and forth in the media a little bit though. Like they were like, yeah, kinda because I want it because I wanted to be mature about the whole thing. I didn't want to just, you know, him and I agreed that she's not talk about it like I didn't want him to come back and say oh well she did because I not that I did anything I did nothing it was just like I was insecure because you left me alone all the time and sure he was a firefighter working odd hours 
you know, whatever. I just, I didn't feel prioritized. And I moved out to a state where I don't know a single soul. Um, I have a, I have friends there that I made friends and they saw it. They, I was with them all the time. You know, it, it, just, mm-hmm. it was silly. I don't know. Um, just wasn't meant to be. So I'll get yeah. that. But that one, that one was a tough one. I just, yeah, I never really talked about it. So that's what happened. Did you ever feel like you were really engaged? I mean, yeah. I mean, you did and you didn't because it's like you have the ring, right? And like you're doing mm-hmm. everything together and it's exciting and you're the excitement of it all. But then it was like it quickly fades because you're trying to figure out reality in life and come against all these battles with each other. So then it just kind of takes everything away from it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Did you guys yeah. ever feel like, and then we can move on from talking about this. Did you guys ever feel pressure to like, stay together because you were like a sh- couple from the show or like even just like I feel like sometimes people talk about like the pressure of like oh we'll make more money on Instagram if we stay together mm-hmm. or those kinds of pressures mm. I don't really remember I mean yeah there was some things where we we got through some fights when we probably didn't need to um but we were really starting to butt heads and it I mean mm-hmm. I think we did a good job of ending it pretty quickly um I mean I only really lasted six months after the show so Brandon I, and Sur- I, I know that's so surprising I'm literally still shocked by that I have no words yeah well, I thought, I thought well, they would for- grow old together <laughs> I know I was just good well yeah I was gonna say the full sentence so people know what I was gonna say so Brandon, oh, sorry, you no, read no. you read my mind sorry Brandon <laughs> and Serene from from your season split and they actually said in their breakup statement um like being in the public eye caused, I guess, some issues in the relationship. So like, I think to Jackie's point, like, you know, everyone's watching you, you're the success story. So it's probably even harder. Like you would know firsthand leaving the beach. Everyone's like, okay, well, what's next for you guys? Like, yeah. Um, I had no idea they said that by the way. So that's unfortunate. Mm. I'd be very curious what happened. Um, yeah. I mean, I think for us, we were a little more scared about how it is now because ever there's so many spoilers now. But we really did our best to try and hide that back then. So that put a lot of pressure on us too. And then thinking that we can't see each other in that few months before the show airs. But mm-hmm. then after it's like, yeah, there is pressure. And then more, you, you know how many people want your each other? Like a lot of girls want a grant. I didn't know if that would play a factor in how he would react. You know, I, I did get a little insecure about that. So mm-hmm. I think it does play a factor for sure. Before Grant, there was Chad. Oh my um, God. That, I know we're going there. <laughs> but that ended very abruptly. It was like you were very, you seemed, you seemed very into it. And then all of a sudden it was like a flip of a switch and you were not about it. Did something happen that we didn't see on the show that caused you no, to flip? I, I think I, I think I talked about it. I think I, I, I think their whole thing was brought up. It's like he got very violent and to everyone, everyone's like, holy shit shit and then um there was one point by the bathroom and he kind of pushed me and I said absolutely not do not put your hands on me because I don't stand for that whatsoever and I'm I'm blunt I speak my mind and I went to a producer I said absolutely not get him to walk away from me right now and I started chugging water I said I'm not going to ruin my first bachelor experience or paradise experience over this fuck like there's no way I'm going to do that um and I I chugged water I was like no you go I stay so Mm. and they all saw how he acted in his ITM, he gets like kicked off, obviously. And he says basically that like 
you and other girls were into him until you realize that you're not supposed to like him. What's your thought on that? I think he's dumb. I, I, I mean, look at where he's at now. You know, like he, he clearly had his own agenda and his own plans for this all, but I, I think he has some healing to do. And I, I hope that, I hope he's doing better these days. I really do. Yeah. Was that whole thing with Chad, did it kind of play out that way in real life? Like the way we watch it on TV or was Truly, there any, like, I swear it, 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 yeah. I did not expect to do anything with Chad. I, so what they didn't show is that Grant and I had had a whole day together before Chad got there, like hours of talking, sitting on a rock, getting to know each other. And we really liked each other. And then Chad came and of course, you know, everyone's like, oh, Chad. And then he's actually really cute in person. And then we started flirting and then drinking happens and we just were messing around and one thing led to another. It truly was exactly like the show minus you. They didn't show that great. And I had had quite a bit of time together before that. Chad told us that producers told him that if you get good ratings for the show, we'll make you The Bachelor. And he said, like, so he purposely, like, tried to do, like, everything possible. Who knows? I've never heard that, but would not be surprised that that's fucked up. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Like, you didn't have to go that far. Yeah, you you took it too far. Uh, I, I mean, it's crazy how it all happened. That was, that was a lot, but. I'm glad that he he had to go. He said some really hurtful things to everyone. So I'm glad we were able to team up and get rid of him. Yeah. Those are wild days. Bringing back all these I, I know. We're I'm reminiscing. Like, oh <laughs> Forgot about all these days. Oh, I have a question. Um, you have one of the most iconic um, Paradise intros, like in the intro theme song. <laughs> Who comes up with those? Did you come up with that? Um, we kind of all, the, it's the producers. They really come together and they give us ideas and then we feed off. We all just kind of brainstorm together. Um, and then it was one of, oh man, I missed her name. One of my old favorite producers, he's gone now, but he, we were all talking. He's like, I got it. I got it. He's like the log right over there. She drinks margaritas. We got to save them. Right. I don't know. He just came up with it and it was brilliant. When That's do you so guys funny. film that? I always wonder because I feel like a lot yeah. of them have like references to things that happened while you were filming. But I'm I'm like, well, how would they do it before yeah. if they don't know what, what's going to happen in the show? Like, what what's the timeline? I need to know. It is the uh, it's it's like a couple it's like a couple days after we get there. Okay, so people kind of already know what the storylines are. Oh yeah, that's it's, be- it's what, before the no, it's before the first rose ceremony. There's like a day so bef- where we don't. It's like a day that we kind of just like relax and they have, we have to get all this stuff done. It's, or you know what? It's like one of the days where like right almost to the rose ceremony, no matter what they do it before anyone leaves. So but what if you come in like late, like later on? They do it on the day of the rose ceremony because on those days we're not, we just chill. Well, because they changed the intro. They'll change the intro and they'll change the order of the people. If you go home, you're no longer in the intro and then they add in the people. So like that editor's job every week is is a hefty one. <laughs> thoughts on um Susie's uh Susie's thoughts on Sally's suitcase? Oh my god, that was so annoying. We all were so fed up with that. We're like, how much are we gonna talk about Sally? I didn't even know who Sally was when I went in there. <laughs> <laughs> like I still don't. I've just seen her suitcase and that's it. I was like, hey, ladies, the suitcase is here. You guys know her. 
When you went on this season, because obviously you hadn't been on the show in a while, was that your idea? Like you approached the mm. producers and were like, I want to go back to paradise. Or did they reach out to you and be like, we want you? Like, what was that negotiating like? It was both. Um, I was supposed to go 2020. I was supposed to go on the um, summer games and oh. COVID hit. So then I was going to go on paradise. And then like, well, paradise isn't happening. So we stayed in touch. And then okay. like, do you have a boyfriend? And I said, no. I you had, wanted had, to go. I had you had multiple boyfriends in between that. And they're like, do you for sure not have a boyfriend? I said, no, I'm single. Let's do it. <laughs> Would you go again or are you retired? I feel like I should be retired either. I really I think like... you should rethink it though. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to be put through that again. That was hell. I know. Awesome. I know. This I last know. time actually really, that was a way to go out. I'm just like, ugh. And there were still some mean comments too about all these people. I'm like, like, oh, like what? I think I know what you're talking about. Why is about. she here? Oh my God, she's too old for this. Go, you know, find love. This is ridiculous. Why are you back? Like, and you know who said that? A girl that nobody even knows that her is name. true. Yeah. So, but also, like, if I didn't do half the shit I did, it would have been kind of boring. Like, come on, guys. Like, even yeah, one thousand percent. One of the best parts of the season. <laughs> It pissed me off because I, okay, so I looked into this before this call, obviously, and that it was the girl named Haley, right? That said it. <laughs> she ended up apologizing to me. Oh, good. I didn't know she said any of that, but um, yeah, I was, I was pretty upset about that. I was like, that's not very nice. And um, she knew it. So she ended up apologizing when all that came out. I didn't really well, talk to her much, though. The irony is that like you are so <clears throat> much more memorable than even still she is and she's like i well, i don't even know what season she's from truly and i do this for a fucking living i don't yeah. know what season she's from. <laughs> so it was i mean you got to think like for me being an alumni it was 6 years ago i'm coming back on being vulnerable enough not knowing a single soul and i don't know how these girls are these days or these guys and i'm like over here alone doing this so it was hard enough doing that so I wish people understood that. <laughs> we do. Oh, did you feel, nah. well, did you feel when you got there that like the other girls were being like clicky? Cause I've heard that from other people for, about other seasons. Yeah. I mean, of course there's always gonna be clicks. I will say this was one of the nicest groups. I was pleasantly surprised. It wasn't super clicky. Um, everyone kind of met everyone minus, you know, the girls that knew each other, but they were, they were really good about just kind of including me. And then especially when I was with Rodney, but no, I think this was, shockingly just a nice group of people that's our um our mm. paradise rose ceremonies as brutal as they are on the real show they're horrible i i can't breathe it's so hot and it's just so humid and it's long and then all this drama happens that you don't expect and you're just like what's next and especially this season it was full of surprises how long are we talking is a rose ceremony in paradise specifically it's the same it's really you, oh it's the same you start at like sunset whatever right as the sun sets you come out I think we go I mean you can see sometimes it's still you know sunrise just depends it depends on what goes on in the night you know for partying or whatnot but mm -hmm. they're long damn yeah I think I, I think I slept for a week straight when I got home not kidding that and I didn't do that last time I slept for I needed a week off. It was insane. I was so tired. I could imagine. Um, we know that for ITMs on the regular show, 
they'll ask you sometimes to put back your old clothes on to like act as if you you did them that day. Do they do that in paradise? Because since it's so hot and sweaty, that's disgusting. <laughs> they wash our clothes in paradise. Oh, oh yeah. I've never heard that before. That's a new oh, I, fact. I don't I know why learned. anyone, I don't know if that's a secret we're not supposed to say, but we get our clothes washed. <laughs> Breaking news. They wash your clothes in paradise. Uh, let's be honest. There might be a chance you miss the, the washing or it's uh, ITM before, but yeah, you do put the same shirt back on. You know, you're like this thing that I sweat in yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think we took multiple showers a day. Ugh, but you okay. know, I'll tell you the worst part about paradise is blow drying your hair in the humid and you have no air conditioning. Yeah. I mean, we've all been there on vacation. Like that reminds me of being on vacation. Like you're sunburned, you're trying to blow dry your hair for dinner, yeah. but it's so fucking hot and it's uh, a whole battle. But at least on vacation, nor- usually you have AC. Yeah. Yeah. And no cameras in your face. Like that, right, sometimes I'll just put my hair up. I don't care. But if you have to get ready for a rose ceremony that everyone's going to see. I know. Oh, I know. Sure. It's such a bummer for that too. Cause some girls like their hair doesn't matter. Like it stays the same, but I had to put my hair in a bun every night. Yeah. And like makeup too. Is it hard doing makeup? Does it, is everyone's face just like melting off at the end of the night? Oh, I mean, I, I figured out this time what makeup works this time from last time. Mm-hmm. Um, just getting the right setting spray, getting the right makeup. I mean, it still definitely glistens and you gotta mm-hmm. stab it, but this time was actually pretty good with makeup. All right. Well, what do you have going on today? What's life like post paradise, post show? Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I don't have anything super exciting to tell you guys. Just kind of, I'm doing some some hardcore soul searching. Just as I get older and still being single, I think you know we're never going to stop doing that, right? But there's days where I'm like, damn, I'm 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 already 33 and I'm still single and I've been on all these shows. So it's tough. It, it you know, you try not to beat yourself up because it does suck. But I think I finally come to terms with I'm okay with it and I'm happy. I don't have anyone that I have to cater to. I don't have any extra stress. I, I have my dog. I'm happy. Um, I have a lot of fun opportunities that I've been doing and I'm loving it, but it's just been kind of chill. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever get interesting DMs from either people from Bachelor Nation or just like normal celebrities? Um, I've talked to some other celebrities and some other reality stars. Like we just talk, but nothing super. No one's sliding sliding in. No, I feel like you would get a lot. I, I that's always shocks me when people are like, "Yeah, no." I don't. I I mean, I I think I should too. Yeah. Are your DMs open for like bachelor alumni, like single guys in the franchise? Like if they wanted to ask you on a date, would you be open to receiving DMs? I mean, I'm open to it depending on the guy. I just, I know how, you know, bachelor men can be. I think, be? I think, I think, I think bachelor being on the bachelor goes to the guy's heads just a tad more than it does the girls. So you I do too. A big change in the men. After and then they think they're just this like their shit doesn't sink and I've seen it time and time again. So it depends on the guy. Do you think that's why people break up as frequently as they do? Because I, I do get I do get scared at some of the spotlight. I really do. I think it's a huge factor. Mm-hmm. Because like the the audience is women, so like girls get off the show and like they get women supporters and that's wonderful. But like guys are also getting 
the female attention and they're like, wait, I can hook <clears> up with 15 <throat> other girls tonight. Maybe I'll do that. I mean, that's what I look, think happens. Right. And if you kind of look at it, the history of it, I think sure. A lot of the girls have just, you know, some normal boyfriends. There's a few girls like, you know, my seasons, there's three of them that have celebrity boyfriends, you know, um, Lauren, Lauren and the twins. Oh, oh, Ben season, Lauren Bushnell. My, my, and... Oh, I'm sorry. My season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, and Haley um, and Emily. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like most of the girls have, you know, just their boyfriends they found in real life. But I do feel like there's been a lot of guys that are like, oh, Gigi Hadid or, or whoever. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Well, where can our um, listeners follow you on social? Want to plug anything? Sure. Um, I'm on Instagram. Morris three. I can't get rid of that three. It's just not letting me. So it's been there for, for years. <laughs> and it's the same with TikTok too, actually. So okay, cool. three. <laughs> thank you for well, taking the time. This you. was so fun. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed talking. Um, I had fun. Yeah. yeah, we did. Thank you. I was you, very Lace. vulnerable with you guys. I kind of told more than I've ever told. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> And that is our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like what you hear, definitely subscribe. We release every Thursday. And when charity season comes back, we're going to be dropping recaps. So you're not going to want to miss those. So definitely subscribe so it comes straight to your feed. Yes. And if you're looking for more content in this off season, check out our Patreon. We have a lot of great episodes there. We're going to be doing, coming out next week, a whole me teaching Stephanie about Scandaval. In case you guys have been hearing about all this Vanderpump stuff and you don't know what the heck is going on, right before all the reunions, we're going to catch you guys up and tell you everything you need to know so that you can participate in the reality TV Super Bowl, if you will. Absolutely. But also, we've gotten so much good feedback on our Bachelor Blinds episode. We see you guys and we hear you and we definitely want to try to do a part two. So definitely stick around. Yeah. And then make sure to follow us. Follow Stephanie at She's All Batch. Follow me at Jack Maroney underscore. And if you're like, oh my God, I need something beautiful to wear to this summer party what's more beautiful than a She's All Batch sweatshirt? I can't think of anything, honestly. I mean, that's exactly what I want to wear to a summer party. <laughs> I want to be oversized sweatshirt. in my sweatshirt. Well, but it does get cold at night. Right. We're summer. talking like summer night barbecue. Think like yes. have a glass of wine. You're at someone's backyard and it's like 10 o'clock at night and you hear like the crickets mm-hmm. like over the, the music. Flies. Yeah. Ooh, are we setting yeah. the ambiance for yeah. you? Yeah. Like a little sunburn so you're a little more chilly than you would normally be. Mm-hmm. Got to get a sweatshirt. Gotta get a sweatshirt. Get your sweatshirt at the link in our bio. We also have cute little totes. We still have a sex week shirt up there too from Zach season. Yeah, so if you want that, better late than never. Better late than never. Get it while it's hot. All right, well, is that it? I think that's it. Goodbye, bitches.